0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org party today. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Executive Minister, Senior Assistant Minister, and the Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. I'm still in the midst of teaching a series based upon the book The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. We're exploring the power of intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And The last episode that I did, I taught the first several pages of the chapter titled Obstacles to Connecting to Intention, and that chapter was chapter four. So today, I'm going to continue on teaching that chapter to help you help us learn and understand how to get past the hiccups that stop us from doing what we need to be able to do. Let me make sure that my microphone is a little bit closer than it is. I'm just talking and freestyling. Hopefully my sounds is good. All right. So I'm starting on page 68, again, in chapter four, Obstacles to Connecting to Intention. And it starts off with your level of energy, match or no match. I love that. So he starts off by saying, a scientist will tell you that energy is measured by speed and the size of the wave being created. The size of the wave is measured from low to high and slow to fast. Now, he's going to go down there to say all of this stuff to say higher energy is better than lower energy. Why? Because this is a book written by a man who stands for healing, love, kindness, health, abundance, beauty, compassion, and similar expressions. Uh, And these expressions are associated with higher and faster energies. That's key. Higher and faster energies. Now, what he's saying is this. In scripture, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And it's easy to literalize that. But when you look at it from a Christian metaphysical point of view, as he was lifted up in awareness, as he Continue to rise in Christ consciousness, he drew people to him. Remember, he said, follow me and, and you'll become a fisher of men. But more importantly, as you rise in consciousness, you will draw all that is in alignment with the level of consciousness that you're functioning on and from. And that's important because as you start to work on the development of your consciousness, as you rise, to higher energies, to higher frequencies, to higher vibrations, to higher level of levels of awareness, whatever the term you want to use, you again align with everything that it is in alignment with that frequency, with that vibration. Now remember, as Charles Fillmore wrote many years ago, thought is mental vibration or impulse. So to think is to vibrate. I want to make sure that's clear. To think is to vibrate. Why? Because as you're thinking, as you're imaging, as you're feeling, as you're believing, you are radiating something. And what you radiate, you attract. Again, what you radiate, you attract. Now, back to page 68. Wayne Dyer wrote, the impact of higher and faster frequencies on lower and slower frequencies can be measured. And it's in this regard that you can make a huge impact on eradicating the energy factors in your life that are obstructing your connection to intention. The purpose of moving up the frequency ladder is to change your vibratory level of energy so that you are at the higher and faster frequencies where your energy level matches up with the highest frequencies of all the energy of the all-creating spirit of intention itself. It was Albert Einstein who observed, nothing happens until something moves. Now, let me just stop here for a moment because I really want to piggyback on again another definition of Charles Fillmore. He wrote as one of the definitions for prayer that prayer was the most highly accelerated mind action known to man. He also wrote, that prayer steps up mental action until the mind synchronizes, this is not a direct quote, until the mind synchronizes with the Christ mind. It's close, but it's not exact. So what he, he was saying was there's regular mind action. You think, you feel, you believe, that's cause, and it creates effects. See, time, harvest. What prayer does is it speeds up the most highly accelerated mind action. Mind action, the law of mind action is thoughts held in mind produced after their own kind. And thoughts just don't mean images in your mind. Thoughts means thoughts, feelings, beliefs. Thoughts held in mind produce after their own kind. But when you are in a high spiritual awareness through prayer, through meditation, through your visioning, through your visualization, you are now functioning from a faster, higher frequency the most highly accelerated mind action known to man. And it steps up mental action to where our thinking is synchronized with the Christ mind or the God mind or the super conscious or the Christ conscious, Christ consciousness, excuse me. So it's important that you maintain your prayer work. It's important that you maintain your meditation work. It's important that you open up your spiritual faculties because it puts you on a different level when it comes to what you are in alignment with and what you are radiating out and attracting to you. Wayne Dyer went on to write Everything in this universe is a movement of energy. Higher, faster energy dissolves and converts lower, slower energy. With this in mind, I'd like you to consider yourself and all. Your thoughts in the context of being an energy system. That's right. You are an energy system, not just a system of bones, fluids, and cells, but actually a multitude of energy systems encapsulating an inner energy system of thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So Johnny Coleman would say, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. That's one way of looking at it. When you start to realize that you are an energy being, spiritually, mentally, physically, and he's going to go and break it down a little bit more. He has more steps than the three that I normally teach, but I get his point of how he's teaching energy, not just the individual being. It's important for you to recognize that you are always radiating something. Some people who are spiritually sensitive, they can pick it up. They can tune into it. They can see your aura. They can pick up your spiritual vibration. They can pick up your dominant beliefs, even if you're masquerading as something else. People who are sensitive, spiritually sensitive can pick it up. People who are intuitive can pick it up. People who have developed their ability to spiritually see beyond appearances, appearances can pick it up. The question is, have you developed your spiritual gifts enough to where you can pick it up? All right. So he went on to write. This energy system that you are can be measured and calibrated. Every thought, you have can be energetically calibrated along with this impact on your body and your environment. The higher your energy, the more capable you are of nullifying and converting lower energies, which weaken you and impact and impacting in a positive way, everyone in your immediate and even distant surroundings. So this reminds me of a story uh, that Reverend Coleman uh, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman taught some years ago, and I've told this story on the podcast before. But the gist of the story is a woman who used to attend Christ Universal Temple moved down south in down south of the United States. She called Reverend Coleman because uh, she had lost the ability to walk because of her feet, and, and she was calling Reverend Coleman for prayer. For her feet. Reverend Coleman told the woman, put the phone on your feet. I'm going to speak the word, and you're going to get up. The woman put the phone receiver. This is back in the day now. We're talking like 80s. Back in the day, put the phone, she put the phone receiver on her feet. Reverend Coleman spoke the word of truth. And the woman was able to get up. Now, there's two things happening here. One, obviously, Reverend Coleman was functioning at a high spiritual level of awareness. A highly accelerated mind action. Two, she had to have enough faith in the spoken word from that level of awareness to tell the woman, put the phone on your feet. The woman had to have enough faith to believe that if she couldn't connect with the power of intention at the level she needed to be at to receive her healing, she knew she needed to find someone that can help her bridge that gap. So she called her spiritual leader. She had to have enough faith to make that call. She had to have enough faith to put the phone on her feet after Reverend Coleman told her to put the phone on her feet. Now, why is this important? It's important because both were demonstrating faith, which increased the level of awareness that they were in. They were in the, both in an expanded level of awareness. The woman wasn't at the space to where she could produce the healing on her own, but she had got to the space that she, where she was open to the healing. Therefore, someone at a higher level of awareness, as he said, that could convert and nullify lower energies, could help her. I remember hearing Dela Reese or the Reverend Dela Reese in and our movement talk about how when she had the brain hemorrhage and she was in the hospital, and you know she was struggling because she was you know praying, praying, praying because they were telling her they had to have they had to perform brain surgery on her. She had passed out, I believe, on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson or something like that. I think it was Johnny Carson. It ended up in the hospital. And she said she went into prayer. And as she was praying, she saw Reverend Coleman in her hospital room. And she knew she was going to be okay. What was happening in Chicago, because that was Los Angeles, was Reverend Coleman was praying in Chicago for Della Reese. Now, why is that important? Truth known here is truth known everywhere. So there is no time or space or distance in God. If you have the awareness of someone's wholeness in Chicago, that can be realized anywhere else. If you have the sufficient consciousness, this is what it means. And I could go on and on with these types of stories about overriding lower energies. I remember talking to uh, Ben Vereen, the actor, and when Ben Vereen was hit by the car in Los Angeles, you know, for a while he moved back to Chicago, he was actually taking classes at Christ Universal Temple and attending because he wanted to be close to Christ Universal Temple and Reverend Coleman. So when I was taking the teacher counselor training program, he was actually in those classes. He didn't finish the program, but he was in those classes initially. And he said that when the doctors told him he would never be able to dance again, Reverend Coleman told him, they can't tell you what God's legs can do. Your legs are God's legs and God's legs are perfect and so on and so on. He, he said some other things, but as he contemplated the words of this spiritual giant and he started to accept the possibility of those words, he received a complete healing. And the reason why he didn't complete the first year, it was a two-year program, uh, you know, sixty weeks completely uh, over two years it was because he got a healing and he went back on the road singing and dancing. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. As you rise in spiritual consciousness, you can literally cover the people that you love in your higher awareness. You can pray and have them in an in a awareness of protection, of peace, of provision, of wisdom. But you have to get there first. So let's, let's deal with this a little bit more. So he breaks it down, these levels of energy in five ways. He called, the first one is the material world. He wrote, the solid form is energy slowed down. So that is, it's approximately uh, commensurate with your sense perception of the world of boundaries. Everything that you see and touch is energy slowed down so that it appears to be a coalesced mass. Your eyes and your fingers agree and there you have the physical world. Let me just make it simple. From an energetic level, what we call matter, physical matter, is what is detectable to the five senses. I believe, I think it was Neville, it might have been Neville, who called matter congealed consciousness. It is, it is the form, it is the effect. Then he talks about the sound world, Wayne Dyer, that's number two. And he starts talking about how you deal with things from the level of sound and the vibration of sound and how these invisible waves are, can be high and low, fast and slow. He says this sound of this sound level of energy is where you connect to the highest frequencies of spirit through the practice of he puts Japa meditation on the repetition of the sound of God. He, he talks about that in his book, Getting in the Gap, Certains. Mantras, affirmations, and sounds that people make to attune themselves to spirit. What I'll just say simply is this: since everything has a vibration, sound does matter. This is why music can affect us so strongly. You can have a person that's kind of down or whatever; let the right song come on, and it picks them up energetically. It connects them. The vibration of it it makes a difference. So when you pray, some people as they they chant, they they chant certain sounds or things of that nature as they're doing it because it helps them. I'm I'm a big believer in speaking, audibly speaking affirmations, declarations, proclamations, because I believe speaking the word makes a difference. Number three, he talks about the light world. He says light moves faster than the material world and faster than sound, yet there are no particle, actual particles to form a substance called light. So he starts just talking about from the standpoint of light. Let's just use an example. When you turn a light on in a dark room, the darkness dissipates. When you bring your light, uh, the light of your high spiritual awareness to a situation, you can calm people. You can bring insight uh, trust and other love, more most importantly, to situations that weren't manifesting those qualities in a in a glorious way. Then he talks about thought world, and he says your thoughts are an extremely high frequency of pulsation that moves beyond the speed of sound and even light. And then he starts talking about the work of Dr. David Hawkins in Power versus Force, where he starts talking about the higher and lower frequencies. And I believe I'm almost sure because I teach so much in so many different places. And I'm pretty sure I covered this earlier in the book about how Dr. Hawkins talked about how you measure energies based upon thought. It was real good material. And I remember seeing Dr. David Hawkins at uh, the Reverend Dr. Michael Beckwith's conference. I think it's called revelations probably about 13 years ago and his explanation was phenomenal because he was a pure doctor, a pure scientist explaining thought, explaining vibration. So the main thing you have to recognize is this. The way you think, the way you feel, what you believe can strengthen you. It can weaken you, can help you reach enlightenment, and they can pull you down to hellish experiences. Your own thought. That's why I am the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing. The fifth point he made is the spirit world. He calls this the ultimate in energy. He wrote, these frequencies are so supersonically rapid that the presence of disorder, disharmony, and even disease is impossible. He says, These they are the energies of creation. When you reproduce them in yourself, you reproduce the same creative quality of life that you that called you into existence. So, there's there is mastery at the mental level, but when you start functioning from the spiritual level, that's when the grace kicks in, that's when the wholeness and the perfection that's why, what makes healings possible, that's what makes breakthroughs possible, that's what makes uh, opportunities that no one think thought could ever happen possible when you start working with spiritual energy that's what made the when reverend Coleman told the woman to put the foot, the phone on her feet that's what made that possible because with God all things are possible faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen you are spirit. So when you rise in consciousness to the, your own true spiritual nature, now you're, excuse me, functioning the way God designed you to function. So let me uh, real fast before I get to the next point of the book, let me take a quick, fast break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transform. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm still in the midst of teaching the book, The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm teaching chapter four, Obstacles to Connecting to Intention. And I'm now on page 71, Raising Your Energy Level. He wrote, every thought you have has an energy that will either strengthen you or weaken you, which I already just taught, all right? At the bottom of that page, he wrote, What you may fail to see inside is a result of how you choose to process everything and everyone in your world. You project onto the world what you see inside, and you fail to project into the world what you fail to see inside. If you knew that you were an expression of the universal spirit of intention, that's what you'd see. You raise your energy level beyond any possibility of encumbrances to your connection to the power of intention it is only discord acting within your own feelings that will ever deprive you of every good thing that life holds for you. So what he's basically saying is this, these feelings, these deep-seated beliefs in the subconscious mind are the primary reason why we are not expressing at a higher level. First of all, we have to know who we are in God and know who God is in us. And then we have to be mindful to release any thought, any feeling, any belief that's inconsistent with the truth of God. This is why we affirm, this is why we proclaim truth so much in new thought. What's true about God is true about me. I'm a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. I'm perfect, whole and complete. The indwelling Christ in me is my peace, joy, love, health, and prosperity, and so on and so on. We say these things because we are proclaiming and challenging our own mentality. The only thing that can keep you from expressing more God is your own mentality. You cannot outperform your own consciousness. This is why Emmett Fox wrote, there is no such thing as undemonstrated Understanding. He went on to write, page 72. There's a vibratory action to your thoughts, your feelings, and your body. All of these things are vibrating. Now, I just want you to just look at it from this standpoint. If your body is functioning at a higher spiritual awareness, it's harder for dis-ease or disease to be in that body. If your consciousness is functioning at a higher spiritual level of God's goodness, grace, and provision, it's very difficult for debt and poverty to exist in that awareness. If your consciousness is functioning from a high level of spiritual awareness, then God's spiritual understanding will help you discern what you need to know. That's a part of the process, and I really want you to get this it's a part. Of the process. He wrote, when you react to the lower energies you encounter with your own low energies, you're actually setting up a situation that attracts more of that lower energy. You know, uh, the Reverend Dr. Helen Carey used to always tell us if you keep giving people a piece of your mind, sooner or later, you won't have any mind left. Stop giving people a piece of your mind. Keep your mind and keep your peace. Mind your business and keep your peace. Do what you're guided by spirit to do with the right intention and avoid the drama. Now, I'm a big believer that conflict is not a bad thing, but I do believe that you have to you have to embrace conflict with a certain level of spiritual awareness. It makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference. So I'm going to stop right here. I only wanted to make a quick podcast for today, but I wanted to make sure that we can just keep this conversation going forward. What's important for me at this point for you to understand is this. I want you to start thinking about How powerful your thoughts, your feelings, and your words are. I want to give you one thing that Reverend Coleman taught us. Always use I am in an upward manner. Never say I am in something negative. Always use I am in an uplifting manner. Matter of fact, I say I apologize because I won't say I am, for instance, sorry. I don't use I am in a negative way. Always lift up your I am. Always lift up your spiritual nature. Always lift up your thought process to a higher spiritual awareness. When you speak, assume that it is God's power speaking. When you think, assume that it is God's power thinking. When you feel, assume that it is God's feeling, feeling, feelings, feeling something. Just God. One presence, one power. With that, I'll be back next week to continue this chapter on obstacles to connecting to intention. God bless you both all. Take care. Bye.